Molly, Andrew, Haley, Sydney, and all those who are here to help them to celebrate this milestone of their Christian life. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His victorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God that calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the Old Testament reading from Deuteronomy 32, particularly verse 36. For the Lord will vindicate His people and have compassion on His servants. So far, our text. Especially as you guys begin this journey in earnest, and in the next months and years ahead especially, find the struggles of this life and the world sometimes overbearing. I hope these words continue to resonate with you long after this morning. The Lord will vindicate His people and have compassion on you, His servants. But what gives God the right to vindicate? What does it even mean to vindicate? I would ask, but you know, I'm already getting the blank stares. To vindicate is that rendering of judgment that is usually done as a reward. A recompense for wrongs being committed against you. And he does this because, as he tells the Israelites through Moses, there is no God beside me. As we just spoke together ourselves, you shall have no other gods. Because there is no one who can deliver out of his hand. And that is a message of great joy. That can also mean a message of great terror. But for you, today, it is a message of joy. Because God has you in the palms of his hands. Just like all those sitting here behind you that have gone through this before all those who are waiting their turn to go through it. Every one of us is in the palm of God's hands. And He vindicates us because, as Sidney's confirmation verse says, an athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The problem is, we have not obeyed the rules. We constantly fall short of what the rules require of us. And so we need to be vindicated. Sin has darkened our world, given over everything that God had created good, and made it turn all towards evil. So when Jesus comes into the world, He says, I am the light of the world. Going back to the very first day of creation where God says, let there be light. So also Jesus says, I am the light. Because in the light, you have security. You know, you can see where you are going. So you can walk the straight path He has before you. Because His light is shining around you. Getting rid of all the darkness. But the light also shines to get rid of the puffing up of sinful human pride. The pride that wants to lead us away into strange and diverse teachings that make us want to not trust the Lord with all our heart. To make us want to think that we can get through it all by ourselves. You want to know when that is the most 
recognizable in human life. Between the ages of 1 and 5 and 11 and 15. And then like 21 on. You guys are in the midst of that time where you think, okay, I'm becoming more independent. I can do more things on my own. But not without God. Not without Him leading you. Not without Him vindicating you when you falter, knowing that you will. And He will be right there because of His sacrifice that we start talking about this week. The procession coming in, right on, right on, in lowly pomp, right on to die. That's what Jesus did for you. The once for all sacrifice for all your sins. That is what He is doing. When everybody else shouting around Him, Blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Because that is what He came to do. To empty Himself. Taking on the form of a servant. Becoming obedient to the point of death. Just as you guys will in a few minutes make a very similar promise to be obedient to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and the teachings of His church and face everything, including death, rather than fall away from those teachings. And so you answer that vow, I do with the help of God. Because that is what you need. It's His help, His vindication, which started off a long, long time ago when you were washed in the waters of baptism, when your sponsors and your parents made the same vows that you will repeat again of renouncing the devil and all his works and all his ways, declaring war against Satan, that now you are taking up the gospel armor, taking each piece and remembering how important all of it is, but also knowing That the one who guards you is the one who says, I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. The God that every tongue will confess on the last day. That He sent His Son into the world to save the world. Some for their glory and praise. Some to their horror as they realize it is too late. But today is that first step. That first step out of the gate for you being responsible for yourself, saying, I have said these things. I have made these promises. It is me that needs to be vindicated when I falter. And that is what it means for every tongue to confess. That Jesus is Lord. Not just when the good times are going, but also when you're feeling crushed by the world, when you're feeling crushed by the things that you have failed to do, that He is still the Lord, still there to vindicate you. Which is why we encourage you to continue to stay steadfast in His Word. Be here in services, not only to hear the sermons, but to take the Lord's Supper, the body and blood broken and shed for you on the cross for the forgiveness of all your sins, for your vindication. Amen.